ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Salt of the earth. I don't wanna be, don't wanna be. No, I don't wanna lose. No, 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 no. I don't wanna be, no, no. I don't wanna be good for nothing. No, 
Why not do better for the Lord? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to tell you that after a brief time of physically being absent, our father is back from the field of evangelism. Hallelujah! Ladies and gentlemen, I can see freshness around him. I believe the word of God coming to us today is also going to be very fresh without wasting much time at all. Why not rise to your feet and shout this morning? Help me welcome to this stage our pastor, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Ogo, shout to the Lord.
excited to be in church I can't feel your excitement aha it's now showing there's no place like the Makane Cathedral and I want you to give your loudest hand clap to show that you are excited to be in God's house I want to thank God for the life of Bishop Kobe. He's a very big blessing to us. And um, what clap your hands for him. We love him. He's a very special person. A great leader we are blessed to have. And I'm very happy that he is keeping the church alive and well and strong. And it's very important we love and appreciate our pastors. So clap your hands for our pastor. What a blessing. And uh, I, I can see that you are all looking very healthy, very well. It's also a sign that you've been fed well. So I'm happy to be here and I bring you greetings from the Healing Jesus campaigns in Suhum. And the nicest town in Ghana, Chebi. And Kobo Odumasi. We've had great campaigns. And I want to say God bless you to all the Ben MP partners. Clap your hands for the Ben MP partners. Who support the campaign. Your contribution monthly, your faithful contribution is making a very big difference. And uh, well, we're blessed by our choir that came to minister powerfully to us. Clap your hands for them. And uh, I believe we are going to see more and more amazing and powerful times ahead in Jesus' name. You may please be seated. I want us to receive Mary Rami this morning as she prepares the ground for the word of God to come to us today. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are looking very hamatan this morning. (laughs) Which means you are looking very beautiful and nice. Oh, 
some of you think that God has failed you. He cannot fail his God. So I want to remind you this morning that in him there is no failure. He's working it out in his own time. Just be thankful and grateful and give him all the glory because he is Christ. He is God. He does not need your permission to do anything. He is Christ the Lord. And in him there is no failure. for Jesus and it's noteworthy that we are having a bazaar this morning for you to to buy nice Christmas gifts for your friends so I think that's it's been set up down there so after church visit the stands and find something go with your beloved go with your friend or go alone and buy it and make sure no one knows you bought it from here and parcel it nicely and then use it for your proposal. Amen. And next week Saturday and Sunday we are having our Thanksgiving convention. Instead of three days, it's for only two days. And uh, I want you to be here. It's 8 a.m. on Saturday, the 25th December. Our Christmas service will not be a Christmas service. It will be day one of our Thanksgiving convention. convention is not only in the night you can also have a convention in the day God does not only move in the night he also moves in the afternoon 
in the morning and anytime. Amen. So, remember that we are all coming for the convention on the 25th morning, which is Saturday morning, and then 26th morning. That is a Sunday morning. These two days will replace new dimensions, which we normally have towards the end of the year. So after the 25th and 26th, the next time we are gathering here will be on 31st night. Amen. So it is a very powerful blessing. And I believe that God is preparing us for 2022. What a privilege to be alive to see 2022. Can you clap your hands and celebrate the Lord? Now, in 2021, our theme for the year was and is what it means to be as wise as a serpent. This is the book we used this year. And um, we fasted and prayed with it at the beginning of the year. And I was telling the church last night that I am believing God that next month, January, we will, we will not have the traditional two, three-week fast. But we will have a one-week fasting camp at Anakazo. It's not, it's not a teaching camp. It's a fasting and prayer. We are going to be fasting and praying for one week in Anakazo. And then the rest, the second or third week of the fast will be spread throughout the, the year. So I, I, I'm, I'm believing God to get the date and... Uh, it will be in your interest to take time off and come and sit there, sleep there, and pray for your life in the coming year. And those of us too who feel we are fast, and you can just come and show up for one day and go, or still have your work time and still come and pray, it's really all your decision. You will eventually lie on the bed you lay on. The bed you lay is the bed you lie on. So, I pray that when the date is announced, you will be available to pray. Amen. This morning, I want to, it may well be for the year, the last time I'm sharing from this book. I'm believing God to have a lot to share in the coming year, God willing. And uh, I just felt that since we began with this book, it would be good to end with this book. And so, I chose chapter 6 of this book. 
and I, I am believing God that we will learn a little lesson for our lives as we prepare to enter the new year. And the title of the chapter is Masters at Giving Themselves Holy. Snakes. You see, this year, that is really the wisdom we have lived our lives with. And it should not be the only time you will live your life with the wisdom of the serpents. In Matthew chapter 10, um, verse 16, Jesus said, Behold, and I need, I need you to please listen very carefully, pay attention, get your Bible, write a few points down in your notebook. I'm not preaching for long. He says, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And in this book, Bishop teaches us the different wisdom keys serpents have used to outlive dinosaurs and lions. Now, snakes are everywhere, but we cannot find lions everywhere. Are you with me? That is how you will also outlive your enemy. And be around when others are not around. There are many wisdom keys. Snakes are masters of self-defense. Masters of hiding and flourishing. Masters of survival. Masters of contentment. It's a very, very powerful book. And... I want to encourage you to get this book, buy it. It will be a real blessing to you. It's how you can be wise as a serpent. You see, because, take me back to the verse in verse 16. You see there that he said, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. And that is the world we are living in now. Amen. There are wolves all around. Wolves in town, wolves in school, wolves in your office, wolves in your neighborhood. If you joke, you'll be eaten up. Yes. A problem will eat you up. A lot of people who were around in some aspects of life cannot be found anymore. There are wolves everywhere. And what are wolves there for? 
to eat sheep. Wolves are not there to bath sheep or to feed sheep. Wolves are not there. You see, that is how your mind must work. That you are in the world like a sheep among wolves. When you are in school, class 5, SHS 2, JHS 5, uh, uh, JHS 6. Uh, don't you have 6? Oh, when are they starting? Oh, it's next year. Now it's 3, not so. But they are going to... Uh, it's next year they will start. They are going to make it seven years. Yes. Clap your hands for our leaders. They are great leaders. Yeah. Oh, I said celebrate leadership. So, uh, so it's not now. It's next year that we'll have JHS 6 and 7. But now, JHS 3. JHS 2. If you joke... Are you looking at my face? If you joke, you will not exist anymore. You will be eaten. A Christian must not see himself as a sheep among goats. The world you are in does not like you. Get it into your... You're here. (laughs) Jesus said, I send you as sheep in the midst of wolves. And people have been eating all the time. You see, when you say wolves are eating you, it doesn't mean physically that they will just eat you and like you are now bones. No. You'll be alive, but you are not relevant. Yes, you are alive, but you've been eaten. You, you, are, you are alive, but your marriage has been eaten. Yes, you are alive, but your health has been eaten. You are alive, but your education as a student has been eaten because whilst your classmates are writing exams, you are doing antenatal. Anti what? Natal. You are alive, but there's no job. Your job has been eaten. That is the the working you has been eaten. So, So you are alive, but you are not alive as a worker. You don't seem to understand the English. So don't view life on earth. With a mind of a friendly atmosphere you are in. 
And that's the message I'm sending you into the new year with. There is no friend anywhere. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise in the office. Be wise in the office. Be wise in the classroom. Be wise. Because if you don't use wisdom, you will be finished. Now, let's for some five minutes talk about our Christian lives. Which is your real life? Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. The life you are living now is your real life. You are a Christian first. This is your new life. You are not a student before you are a Christian. You are not a worker before you are a Christian. You are a Christian. Your life, the life I now live in the flesh. Now, this life you now live as a Christian Wolves are trying to eat it up. Some of you sitting here today in church have been eaten up already as a Christian. As Christians. It's just your body you have brought to church, but spiritually, you are a backslidden person sitting here without God, without the Spirit of God. Filled with demons. That's what you are. That's what you are. Wolves have eaten you up. But I'm praying that God will give back your life to you. That is why I need you to please listen to me. Because you'll be here as a rich man. As a rich woman, an intelligent student, but you are not a Christian anymore because your Christianity has been eaten by wolves. Now, the wisdom of the serpent, one wisdom the serpent uses is that the serpent gives itself wholly to its prey so that it can have something to eat and be alive. To have something to eat. To live with food in your stomach and have strength and freshness and health 
Because see, some of us here are very, very starved. Some of you here are starved. Spiritually starved. No word of God in you. No joy of the Lord in you. You are spiritually malnourished. And the reason why you are spiritually malnourished is that you, you didn't know that to live and to get something to eat spiritually, you must give yourself holy. If we had a machine to take pictures of our spirits, we will see that only about 10 of us in this room would have put on weight. In the spirit, many of us here will look like HIV, sorry, not HIV, AIDS patient. End stage AIDS patient. Or a body which is cancer ridden. Cancer. Riddled with cancer. I am believing God that you will survive. When you die at 80 years, you will die as a Christian. When you die at age 90, you will die as a believer. I'm believing God that when you die, angels will take you to heaven. And demons will not take you down, down, down to the fire that is in the middle of the earth. Yes, hell is down. Hell is down. Hell is down. When you die, demons should not carry you. The Bible says, hell from beneath. is risen to meet you. Hell from what? Beneath. So try that when you die, demons don't carry you down to hell. That angels will carry you up Amen. to heaven. Amen. Yes. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. So when you are going, unlike every house that is there, and you walk in, hell extends itself to meet you and take you inside. Hell is beneath. Don't play the fool. Otherwise, you will die and go down. But even, you, let's forget about the Bible. Physically, physical, physically, the, the, the earth, the earth, that ball, this ball we are on, has three parts. The outer part is called the um, crust crust and the middle part is the mantle and the center of the earth is the core 
I'm not, that's physical, the physical earth. I mean, this is not a verse. I'm talking about physically. This is geography. This is geography. Or, or, or you didn't do it in school. The center of the earth is called the core. C-O-R-E. And around the core is the mantle. That's the middle layer. And the outer layer, which is the soil we farm on, and the, 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 the ground we mine gold and so on, is called the crust. C-R-U-S-T. So the earth is made up of crust, mantle, and core. Now, the core has got two parts. A solid inner part and a liquid outer part. And the temperature is 3,850 degrees. Physically. This is not spiritual. Physical. The core. So, I have no problem at all believing that hell is the core. Put your finger in water boiling at 100 degrees. And now think of 3,800 degrees. That's the lake. The liquid part is the lake of fire. That's hell from beneath. It's not an imagination. That one is scientists who don't believe in God. They are saying that. That is how the earth is. Don't die and go into the core. Don't die and go there. Now, the reason why some of you are going to go there, and I'm ending now, is that when you die, you will be very, very lean spiritually. You will have no no God in you. No Holy Spirit in you. Because to get the Holy Spirit, to get God in you, you must give yourself holy. Holy. That's why Jesus Christ said, be wise as a serpent. That's how snakes eat. They give themselves. You should see a snake eating an antelope. I mean, what is a snake? A snake is a tube. A snake is a tube. Like this. How this is even big? A long tube. Of course, some are bigger. But a snake. This This is a very big snake. It's very big. But let's say this is a snake. A long tube. That's all. But you should watch it eating an antelope. It wraps its entire body around it. That is how to eat. That's how the snake guarantees itself life in the following year. It wraps itself around the entire animal and as the animal breaks in, squeezes it. And by the time the animal is dead, 
the snake has already begun swallowing the animal. It swallows the hoofs, the horns, and the hairs. Everything is inside it. If you don't give yourself wholly to God, you will not have food to eat. Ladies and gentlemen, most of us here are going to die and go to hell. A lot of us here will go to hell because you are joking with your Christian life. You've not given yourself holy. You see, that verse, 1 Timothy 4.15, meditate upon these things. You see, Christianity is not an empty life. Hello, are you with me? Christian life, Christianity is not an empty life. It's not it's not a loss. It's not, it's like when you are a Christian, you have nothing to show for it. There are many of us here, your Christian life has now deteriorated to just church attendance. You come to church and go once a week. You come to church and you go once a week. That's all your life. There is nothing, but, but you see, if you are a Christian, there is a word there, profiting. You must have something to show to the world that you are a Christian. I'll, I'll say it again. You must have something. See, your classmates, your classmates should see something in you that shows you are a Christian. Christianity is not an empty life. It's like you just live it with nothing to show. There is a profiting to profit. You benefit. That is it there. And you see the first prophet. Let me show you just two. Two prophets. John 3.16. It's one of them. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Have you not been sick before and they brought you rice and stew and you couldn't eat? You, you, pa, couldn't eat. I know some people that no matter, even if they are sick, they will eat. But most of us, I mean, your, your main fufu, like, they brought you your real, I mean, what's your best? Tilapia, banku, and tilapia. The energy to eat. You don't have it. Because you are not well. So, food even requires energy to eat it. So, if you are weak spiritual, can't you see that when the pastor is preaching like a, the brother there, he stood up. He stood up. It's like, there's energy for, ah, wow. But, but those who, are, who don't have any energy, who are lethargic and tired, they are sitting down. They, they are not even concerned. When people are clapping, they are not clapping. Do you come here to the Bible? Do you have a Bible here right now? Yes. Yes. Because to eat, you need energy to eat food. 
So you see that those who have energy, they are, they are, they are excited. And those who don't have energy, they're just sitting there. Just, uh, finish talking. And, uh, when you were not here last week, we even closed early. You have come just talking by heart. And it's, uh, you, you finish what you are saying and go out. You see that? There is no interest. There is no interest. That's why I, come, I can be preaching a message like this and you are sleeping. There's no energy. Like a baby, a baby to, to suck the breast. You need energy. You need energy. To suck in the milk. A baby without energy, you put the breast, the nipple in the mouth. It's just there. It's just because the baby has no energy so you see to to eat you need energy to eat and do you know why people don't have energy can you please sit down let me end the message do you know why people don't have energy for God and for the Bible because they have given themselves to other useless things. Other things which are not important. Maybe as he is sitting here in the morning, I'm quoting John 3, 16, first verse 4. He has been watching pornography all night. He is tired. You see, go back to First Timothy four. Let me just quickly end. I, I need to. He said, "Meditate upon these things. Things, things. You see the word, the, the English word, plural. And give thyself wholly to them. You see, but when you see things." And you see them, you may think that it's a lot of things. It's not a lot of, it's a few things. You will see it there. Go to verse 12 also. Verse 12. Verse 11. Yes, till I come. This is, this is Paul's letter to his son Timothy. Till I come, give attendance to reading, exhortation. To doctrine, three things. Then verse 14. Uh, Neglect not the gift that was in thee, but the giving of prophecy. Four, th- three, four things. That's why he said, give yourself wholly to them. These three, four things. Which is true. If we come into our lives... If you are a student and a Christian, what, what more do you want to do in life? You have your school to attend. You have your Christian life to live. That's it. Two things. Give yourself to it. But some of you, you are, you are a student, you are a Christian, but you've got Betten, you have added full-time Betten. You are into pornography. You are into you are, you are into stealing. Yes. So you see that you see that the, the few things you must concentrate on, you are tired. 
But the time you come to the real things, you are tired. I mean, if you are a worker, you work at Barclays Bank. What more? What, what, what? You work at Barclays Bank. Concentrate on it. Give yourself fully. You are a Christian. Give yourself fully. You have a husband. Give yourself fully to him. You have children. Give yourself fully. Life is simple. Hello? Life is what? Is what? It's simple. It's simple. If you sit down well, you see, the best time of our lives was 2020. COVID, the pandemic. That was the best time of our lives because we learned that you could actually live with little. Could live with just a little and be happy. But Satan introduces you to so many things. So by the time you meet the right thing for your life, you are tired. How can you give yourself wholly to the Bible? When you are also into other useless pursuits. By the time you come to the Bible, you are tired. And one of the works of the devil on earth. You may think, oh, so if you are to, um, someone will tell you, write an essay on satanic activities on earth. How will you start it? He's a murderer. He makes us fornicate. He makes us envy our friends. He makes us kill. He makes us not forgive. But it's not true. It's not true. Satan doesn't cause fornication. (laughs) If you are fornicating, it's not Satan. Hello? Satan. Satan doesn't. The things Satan does are called the works of the devil. Fornication, Galatians 5.19. Galatians 5. Galatians 5, quickly. Now, the works of the devil are manifest. Is it the devil? The works of who? The flesh. So if this is my wife and I'm sleeping with this one, Satan has nothing to do. It is your flesh that is at work. I want to show you today Satan's real work. Adultery is not one of Satan's works. Masturbation is not one of Satan's works. Homosexuality, which is uncleanness, that's the old word for unclean, it's not clean. 
Homosexuality is not Satan's work. It's called the work of the flesh. It's your flesh that wants to fornicate. It's your flesh that wants to commit adultery. Tell your friend, leave Satan out. Satan has not done anything. Should I stop preaching and you close early? I heard last week you closed early and I've come and I'm... Look at verse 20. Witchcraft. Is there? Am am I I cooking up? Idolatry is not Satan's work. Idolatry, worshipping of idols is a work of the flesh. Is the flesh that wants to worship something he can see and feel and touch and not an imaginary God. Witchcraft is not the work of the devil. It is the manipulation of a human being who wants to manipulate her husband, manipulate his wife, manipulate his mother, manipulate his children. It's witchcraft. It's not Satan. Rats, strife. We are both singers in the choir, and we don't talk. It's not. It's not like let's bind the spirit that makes us not relate well. I'm the lead singer. She has come since she came to the church. She has taken my singing for me. It's not. Satan hasn't done anything. It is the flesh. You see a man chasing girls. It's not the Satan. Advise him to control. Paul said, I put my body under. The body under. The body where? Yes. If you are a lesbian, don't blame no devil for your lesbianism. You are homosexual. Satan has nothing to do with homosexuality. It's your flesh. Now, now, let me end. I want to show you Satan's work. Yes. You see, in medicine, we say, you see a patient coughing, does this fever. This, this. So, um, we want to do some tests to rule out. We want to make sure it's not pneumonia. It's not bronchopneumonia. It's not laryngotracheobronchitis. It's not... So, so, so I'm saying that we have ruled out Satan's works. Now we know that adultery is not one of them. Can I have 21? Murders. So we now know that a pure is not Satan who makes you drink. Oh. It's you. It, these are the, the works of what? The devil. The works of who? The flesh. the flesh. Say the flesh. Let's say it three times. Say the works of the flesh. The works of the flesh. The works of the flesh. Yes. Murder.
healing is not Satan. Drunkenness. Envies. So, so, pastor. Pastor, if Satan doesn't make us kill. And Satan doesn't make us drink. I, I thought alcoholism was demonic. I thought my husband's de- uh, 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 womanizing was something demonic in the family. So, 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 pastor, pastor, stop this plenty talking. Now, so, so, if murder, fornication, adultery, uncleanness, homosexuality, if these things are not Satan's work, then please, don't waste our time. What is Satan's work? Don't you want to know what Satan's work is? If you, if you don't sit down, I won't say anything. If you don't sit down, I won't say If murder is not demonic, then Satan, we know Satan is here. So what does he do? I'll tell you what he does. Satan, listen to this as I end. His main work on earth is to Increase your options. Thank you. It's deep. Don't make noise. His main work on earth is to increase your what? The options. I can't think of anything else Satan is in town doing. He always, you see, God, God, always gives you very few options. Most of the time, one thing. So Jesus said, narrow is the way. Narrow. And small is the gate. That leads where? To life. Hello? And broad Is away. Broad. With many options. When you are walking with God, He will not give you a lot of options in life. God always walks you on a narrow path. Say narrow. I can't hear you. Say narrow. I'm ending. 
Say narrow. 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 Is the devil. When he enters your life, you will know Satan is at work when you seem to have many options. So we, when did Satan announce himself in the Bible? Garden of Eden. What did he do? What was, what was his first work he did? He successfully added one more tree to the trees God had given Adam and Eve. I'm preaching. By the time he was, it was over, all Adam and Eve problem with the fruit and whatever, whatever. It, it, it was just an addition. God gave them trees and said, this one, don't eat. And Satan added it. Because his main work on earth is to increase your options. Ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday morning, there are many of you who have got only one option to come to church. When Satan wants to destroy you, he will introduce other options. Or, you can visit your friend. You can travel. You can sleep. But if you are with God, it's church. That's when you know. When your life is uncomfortable, you know you are with God. When your life is uncomfortable, your Christian life is like always there's tension. You are not free to do what you want to do. You know that God is with you. When you wake up in the morning, those who have God in their lives, only one option, read your Bible and pray. But, but Satan will introduce Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You see, the more options, the more demonic your life is. When he comes into your life, he doesn't come as a sexy dancer. He comes to introduce options. A certain man had two sons. Which means some two boys had one father. And had a house. But the younger one had other options. He could choose to stay in the house or go to a far country. But the elder brother didn't have a choice. You know that God is with that elder brother. The fewer your choices, the more confident you are that God is with you. This is my wife. We quarrel. She's not, I'm not happy with her. She's not happy with me. I wanted to even touch her last night. She was 
misbehaving, but Abigail is the only one. Once I can add Marilyn as an optional, if I don't, if she's fooling, I've got Marilyn, I've got Teresa, I've got Barbara, then it means that Satan has entered my life by giving me other options apart from my wife. Any man who has another option to his wife should know that demons are at work in him. I've been told many times by wives how their husbands annoyed them and she felt like going to her former boyfriend. Now, once that thought enters your head, how about your former boyfriend? Please, what is happening? What is happening? Satan is at work. To have a father who doesn't pay your school fees, who is sleeping with girls, and you can decide that he's no more your father, you are going to choose Mr. Say. Once another option comes into it, it is the devil. He is always suggesting other options. But when God is with you, he will say, honor your father. Not your good father or your bad father. Or your righteous or your sexy father. Honor your father. But if you are demon possessed, that is why you will add another father. So God always narrows our life because you, see, you are safer when you operate in a narrow road. A life where you can do anything you want to do. Some of you next week, we are having a convention next Sunday, Saturday. Some of you will not come on Saturday. You come because on Saturday, while we are coming to church, you can choose between church and home or church and a party or church. You see, I'm saying that whenever God is with you, and you can add beach to the church. It means that Satan is at work in you. Yes. Yes. I have a husband. But I can also touch this boy and touch this guy and have this other accessories. I can accessorize my marriage. He came to Jesus in the wilderness. He was fasting. He was fasting. He brought an option. Change the stone to become bread. Always. He will, he will, let, you, he will let you force to change. So, so as you are there, you can now eat. You've got bread, stone bread there. And you've got fasting you are doing. Yes. And I'm saying to you, listen to me very carefully. Many of you cannot give yourself wholly to God because Satan has increased your many options in life. If you were preparing yourself for this morning's church service, you won't sit here and sleep. But you had other things to do. SDA 
people. They don't go to work on Saturdays. No, don't work. If you are dying, die. But today's Christian, he will go and do all night, close early enough and come to church and come and sit down and sleep. Because your life you are living is a life of multiple and many options. And I'm saying that you cannot give yourself wholly to the things God has given. Some of you are here. I'm your pastor. But you've also got another prophet in town who speaks into your life and you just give some hundred dollars once a while. It is the devil at work in you. Say options. Oh, when I got born again, I reduced my options. I cut off friends. I cut off lifestyles. By the time he was done with me, I had only two friends. By the time he was done with me, I was only in church. But some of you can come to church and attend parties. Some of you, by January, you have attended at least two pool parties. And you are still a dancing star in the church. Because, I'm saying, because you've got, say, options. What you don't know is that it's the devil seducing you. So those who walk with God, they see it. 10 kilometers away when the devil is bringing options. When Potiphar's wife stood in front of Joseph, he said, no, no, you will not be one of my options. My life, I'm not married, so I'm narrowed to singlehood. I will not touch you. I will not add you to my options. Listen to me. Satan's main work on earth here and now is to give people options. You can choose between royal house and lighthouse. Options. But blessed are those who don't have any options. Blessed are those. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't live your life piling options. That I can go here. I can do this. I can be here. If I'm not happy here, I'll go. Oh, you're not happy here. They're not happy here. Be here. Be here. Don't use unhappiness as a reason to increase your options. The pastor was preaching and he came to me and when he, was, when he came to my area then he changed his message to adultery. So the whole church thinks that I'm a woman and I'm an adulteress. So I'm going to my Roman or I'm going to my uh, 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 prophet in science church. No, no. Listen to me. Believe God and narrow your options down. Narrow your life down and say, no way. Sometimes God himself will try your heart. By giving you options. It's a test. It's a test. There's a life where a man chases girls. This is my wife. I like you. I like your nice hair. I will add you 
And I'll force her, then I'll get you. I'm in the church, then I'll force her, and I'll get. But that's the low life. As you go higher, you don't chase them. They are offering themselves to you. I'm preaching. I'm aware I'm preaching. And I'm saying that 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 offer that, that sleep with me and it's just between the two of us. Remember that it is God testing you. Because you see, he has a promotion for you. He wants to move your church to 5,000. And it's now watching whether you can, because if a church of 5,000, can you imagine the type of girls who will be in the church? So he brought this sexy girl to test you. Ah, but in John chapter 6, Jesus himself tested the disciples. When the rest left, he asked them, won't you also go away? This is Jesus. He said, won't you go? He offered, will you not leave? But Peter said, to whom shall we go? That says, I don't have any other option. You've called me Satan. You have blasted me. I have left my fishing boat. Suddenly you say you are going to die in Jerusalem. I am still stuck with you. But those who had other options, why are they? Do we know about them? Do you know those who left? Have you not seen that? The day you quarrel with your husband is the day your former boyfriend calls you at the, the office. I shouldn't say it. That you and your husband are not talking some wild business. Then, then you are in the office. The one you lift your head. Hey! Romeo. Oh, I, I was just passing around and I just came to you. I just oh, it's twelve. Can we have lunch? Because you are being tested. You are being tested. Yes. And many of you, you can't give your mind, your energy, your strength, your talents, your time to the church because you have increased options. This coming year, you must cut off friends, cut off places you go to, cut off lifestyles, remove yourself from certain pages, remove, yes, this, this, when we enter January, you must enter it as a slim girl. As a slim man on a slim road. You cannot be in the church. And a rich man is buying a car for you. He's buying plane tickets for you. Services you here and there. And we, 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 we are the fools. We know you are not married. So we, I, I'm even praying that you get a beloved. Sana, you are even more experienced than me. Give thyself holy. That thy profiting. I t- listen, there is profiting in the kingdom. As I was telling you, John 3.16. Let me show you one as we end. One prophet. John 3.16. That he that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life is a type of life. 
you must have to show the world that I have this life. It's everlasting life. It's a, it's a spiritual life. It's a godly life. It's a type of life. If you don't have that one, it means you are just in the system. Sin has worn you out. Many of you here don't have everlasting life. I said, God, if you walk with God, you profit. You profit. It's not, a, it's not an empty life. It's not like some NGO life. It's, it's, it's like you are, just, you are just doing humanitarian whatever. No, there are proofs. Mark 10, verse 30. Mark 10, verse 30. Look at it. Look at it. But he shall receive an hundredfold. Now, in this time, houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, lands, persecutions, and in the world to come, eternal life. That is, if you walk with God well and you give yourself holy, there must be a time you should be able to point to Christian sisters you have, Christian brothers you have, your spiritual mother, your spiritual children. Where are your children? Say, where are your children? Where are your children? One of the, one of the proofs of being with God is your children. And many of you have nothing to show. You can't point to anyone. I was sitting with uh, 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 Lady Evangelist Olivia in Krabodumase on the stage. As Bishop was preaching, the interpreter was interpreting. Then she just nudged me and said, the interpreter, he's my husband's convert. When he was a pastor in Odumase, he won him to Christ, taught him to play the keyboard, and he's now a pastor of a branch and he's interpreting. Proofs. Who can you point to? You've been in church for how many years? Can you point to anybody here that this one is in the church because of me? Because you have given yourself to other useless things. That's why you don't have children. That's why you don't have a mother. Because other people are mothering you. That's why you don't have a father because other devils are fathering you. If you walk with God well, do, we must see houses. Yes. I'm not adding to the word of God. Houses. What do you have to show that you are a believer? What do you have? And you know, can I end by telling you why you don't have all these things? Oh, I can't hear you. Can I end by showing you why you are sitting, you have been in the church for 30 years, you have no children, you have no mother, you have no father, you have no houses, you have no lands, you, you are not even persecuted. Yes. Which is one of the proofs. Yes. If nobody persecutes you, you should be worried. Who is persecuting you? Should I speak to you? Who, who is persecuting you? Apart from your own imagined enemy, the enemy you have imagined, who has time for you? 
But I'm saying that, do you want to know why you don't have persecutions? Who wants to know why you don't have children? Okay, then then, nobody's interested. Who wants to know why you don't have children? Why you don't have mothers and fathers? Why you don't have persecution? Do Do you want to know why? Why you don't have houses and that is see houses and lands they stand for prosperity. Yes, read my lips. God prospers those who give themselves holy. To rent a chamber and hall for 18 years as a believer is an indictment on your commitment to God. You know why? The answer is already, I've already given the answer. There are too many useless things. There are too many useless things. Hello? Throw that prophet away. Concentrate on me. Stop attending those prayer meetings. There are people in your life. They are not helping you. You are not even just you are sitting here. Your mind about me and the church. It's not a good mind. It's not a good mind. Do you know why? Because you you are you are still carrying a lot of rubbish. You know. Rubbish is relative to time. Once you eat today's sardine, it means tomorrow the sardine container is rubbish. There are some things in your life which were valuable yesterday. Today, they are rubbish you must move away from. Corn beef, corner beef, expensive. We hide it under our bed. But once the, the, the meat is out, the can is rubbish. List the rubbish in your life. Perfume bottles. Once you do, the bottle is rubbish. Many of you should, have be, should be throwing things. The, the reason why certain things are still in your life is that because they were valuable to you before, you can't see that today they are, they are actually a liability in your life. How do you come? Take me back. Verse 30. Mark 10. Let me end. How do you come by sisters and mothers and persecutions? Yes. In, in, in Acts, the disciples, they, they thank God that they were counted worthy to suffer what Christ was suffering. What are you suffering? Everybody is your friend. Everybody likes you. They can call you and discuss the church, discuss Bishop Dagwood Mills, discuss Bishop Ogo. You are just, you are there. You are with them. You are with them. You are with them. But do you know how you come by hundredfold? Houses and lands. Let's go to verse 27. And let me end. 
28. Then Peter began to say to him, Lo, we have left all. If you cannot list things you have left, you can never have anything to give yourself to. Peter said we have left. There should be things you have left. A boy you have left. Even if you are a girl, some girls you have left. Some friends you have left. Yes, in our current lighthouse UD, some pastors you don't relate with. Yes. Yes. I don't agree with you. If there's a mind you have, you can't relate. I don't have this mind. I don't share your sentiments. We can't. Today is the last day you have a chat with me. You can't have a chat with me. No. What have you left? You are in the church with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend. You are still a thief. You are still a swindler. And you are in the church singing in the choir. What have you left? Nothing. Yes. If you've not left some girls, you won't have sisters in the kingdom. If you've not left certain fathers, you won't have kingdom fathers. We have left all. We have left all. Today, God is calling you to give yourself holy. You must leave some things. Yes, there's too much rubbish in your life. I repeat it. I repeat it. There's too much rubbish in your life. Children, stop staying in your room and reading nonsense. Read your Bible. What have you left? Ask your neighbor, what have you left? You are still with the things. And you are surprised that you are not profiting. Many of you here will not see next three years as a Christian. Some of you, it's... By December next year, you won't be in the UD again. Because you've, you, you, you refused to leave and walk out of certain relationships. You want to have this and have this. You want to have this and have this. But in the end, you lose both. Give thyself holy. You cannot give yourself holy to anything when you have not abandoned something. The snake gets the antelope by leaving everything and remaining underwater for three days. That's how it can get an antelope. You can't be walking with the cat, the lion, the hyena, and still have an antelope. That's why you are an HIV patient spiritually. I pray for you that God will grant you energy, profiting, things to show, Things to show. Lands and houses. Children, mothers, persecution. Things to show. You like everybody, not so. You like everybody. That's not how to work with God. There are friends yesterday who will be enemies today. Yes. Prepare for it. There are friends today. They will be enemies tomorrow. Prepare for it. And live your life. Not moving on 
and carrying every rubbish with you. Stand to your feet. You are now free. You are now free. Do what you want to do. Chase what you want to chase. Or remember that the kingdom doesn't yield its profits to people who have been giving themselves. And the reason why you can't give yourself to God is that you have added too many devils into your life. Lift your hands for grace. To filter out former friends, mm. former boyfriend, former girlfriend, former pastor. Mm. Not every pastor Help who was your Jesus. pastor before should be a pastor in your life. If the person doesn't agree with the things you believe in, yes, Lord. Help us, Lord, to filter, to filter, to filter. Give us the wisdom to know. You will be eaten by a wolf soon. Mercy, it's Lord. just two and a half years. Mercy, Lord. We don't want to be eaten, It's just Lord. two and a half years. We don't want to be eaten by wolves, Lord. Because you didn't want to separate yourself. Jesus. He said, we have left all. Mm. There is a living of things. Help us to live, Lord. Help us to live the things we There have is to a living of things. Help us, help us, Lord, to lead them, to lead them. You cannot Lord. give yourself wholly to your wife if you have not left certain girls. Yes. The things, Lord, we have to let go, to let go, to let go, Lord. Help us, Jesus, to let go in the name of Jesus. Help us, show us, Lord, show us, show us in our homes, Lord. Ah, in our schools, Lord, the friends that we, we have to cut off, Lord. The things that we have to cut off, the, there's the shopping that we have, some of the things that we use our money for, Lord. Help us, ah, the tithe that we don't pay all, the things that we don't do, the offering that we don't give all. Father, help us to lead them, to lead the things, Lord. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. There's someone here, every eye closed and every head bow. Today is your day of leaving the world and following Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again today. I want to give my life to Christ today. I want to serve God today. Today, today, I want to be born again. Pastor, please pray for me. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life as, as your Savior, just lift your hand right now. I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes. Pastor, I want to be born again. Lift your hand high above your head. I can see your hand. Lift it high. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to walk with Jesus. Yes, I want to leave the world. I can't be in church and have unbelievers and have some sinful life. I'm walking away and I'm giving myself. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high above your head. And if your hand is up, I want you to come to me right now. Come. Come. Come to me. 
if your hand is up, come. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. your hands and close your eyes and repeat this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father say heavenly father i'm sorry for my sins say today i realize i am a sinner i've done many bad things i have lived a godless life today i surrender my life to you Please receive me and wash my sins with the blood of Jesus. Today, I declare I am born again. I'm a child of God. Please receive me. Make me your child. Help me to live for you and help me to be planted in your house. In Jesus' name, I am born again. I'm starting a new life in the church working with God and being planted in God's house in Jesus name Amen God bless you you see our pastors who are waving their hands can you see them I want you to please go to them they are going to talk to you if you listen to them it will be a blessing to you Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping. Encourage them with a hand clap, please. Let's take our communion. Let's come to the Lord's table. Lord's table the Lord's table the Lord's table he always invites us to many great places and his table is one of such great places lift your bread Say, this is the body of Christ. Say, I belong to the body of Christ. I can't hear you. Say, I belong to the body of Christ. Say, as I eat this, I am joined permanently. Nothing can remove me from this body. I am planted. I am tied to I am a part of this body. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. You deserve the glory. 
Lift your cup. Say the blood of Jesus. It washes my sins. It washes my sins. It cleanses me. It makes me new. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. And lift your two hands, please. Let me say a word of prayer. Father, Father, let today's service be a turning point for someone here. Let today's service be a wake-up call for somebody here. Deliver us from evil. Have mercy on us. Lord, we've eaten your body. We've drunk your blood. Let no wolf come and carry us away. No. We are not available to wolves. We thank you for the wisdom of giving ourselves holy. Today we pray that you will strengthen us to cut off useless things in our lives and walk on that narrow, 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 narrow path. It leads to life. Thank you for your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.